Hi! Welcome to the CGOB Sports Show podcast. Today's episode's a bit different. No feature interviews, but we asked the question, why? Why, Phoenix? Why are you kowtowing to a rich owner? Well, one woman has had enough. The worst game of tic-tac-toe ever played at an Indiana Pacers game recently. Plus, a story we told you about before. A pro poker player locks himself in a dark room for $100,000 for a month. Does he make it all the way through? You'll have to tune in to find out on the podcast. So, Phoenix, home of a hockey team that has no business there. But we're talking about basketball because their team sucks. They are 4-24. and 24. The Suns are last in the NBA. And owner Robert Sarver... Not to be confused with Winnipeg Police Constable Robert Carver threatening to move the team to Seattle, who lost their team a decade ago to Oklahoma City. So now the Phoenix City Council was supposed to vote last night on a murky proposal to give Sarver $150 million in public money for arena renovations. The formal vote was pushed back a month in part because the plan, which is bad, would have failed. Citizens were asked to speak to the council yesterday in a forum which produced Greta Rogers. Went in on Sarver and the idea that she should be responsible for funding his stadium. Mr. Sarver has done nothing to improve this team in the 14 years he's owned it. He's never funded or bought, paid for two or three key players, which make any sports team, professional sports team, successful or on the road to success. He's so tight, he squeaks when he walks. And you have been negotiating with this kind of person? Shame on each and all of you. And upon you, Ed, I thought your principles were higher and better than this. We are not in the business of paying taxes to support private enterprise, and and especially not an entertainment enterprise. They can support themselves or fail on their own lack of diligence. Don't do this to us again. And make your, make your considerations and discussions with the private sector public. We fund this city. Thank you. It isn't funded by private enterprise. Thank you. You tell them, Greta. Get them. Now. There are people in a lot of cities and towns and even here in Winnipeg that often show up at City Hall. They go to a lot of meetings. They often speak when they can. And she's done this before. She spoke out in front of the council last year. They voted to use half of a tax boon earmarked for parks to pay off debt from city-owned golf courses. She didn't hold back then, saying, quote, You gave the middle finger salute to the citizens of the city of Phoenix and then stuck the finger in their eye. I want this money repaid in full. Did it happen? No. In 2012... She called out the council and city for, quote, 24 months of dithering and arguing. The crowd burst into applause when she dropped the hammer. Get on with this. Thank you. Now, most towns, like I said, some have someone like this. I think she's right in this case. Why should Phoenix bend over and let this rich bad guy push them around? He'll probably get his way, though. It's like, hey, let's build a new practice facility. I want to keep the team here. I'd love to keep everyone around, but I don't really want to pay for it. So can you help me out? Thanks. You know what? If they move the team to Seattle, I'm not mad at that because they're waiting for a basketball team. And if it comes from Phoenix, so be it. Robert Sarver sucks. But Greta Rogers, she's dope. 
So if you've ever been to a sporting event, you'll know that there are often mid-game games with fans. At the Bombers games, they do those mattress races where they carry the mattress over your heads or the bubble. They run the bubble across the end zone. Well, at an Indiana Pacers game recently, it was a game of tic-tac-toe. Not sure what the prize was. That's not relevant right now. So this is how it works. You make a layup, you run back to the middle, and you place one of your squares. They weren't actually X's and O's. There was a red square and a purple square. You'd grab your color, put it in one of the nine spots, trying to get a straight line because that's tic-tac-toe. It's the simplest game. You try to get three in a row. So either these guys were trolling everybody or they are simply incredibly stupid. Three, so two, here's one, let's go. So they start. All right, looks like they're Guy the makes a layup. Right cool. Now. He runs oh, to the middle. They, they each grab one okay, and they each put one in the corner. One in the bottom corner, one in the top corner. All right. He goes back in, lays it in. All right. They run back in, and now they each have one in a corner. So they each have one square remaining. They just need to put one more down, and they'll win it. That's all they got to do. It's a race to the middle. That's all it is. They just got to do it. And for some reason, purple goes for the block. And then red just puts one wherever. Doesn't actually block purple. So purple can still put one down for the win. He's got the chance to win. Here he goes. He's going to just put it in a random square. What are you okay. doing, man? Come on. What is this? And then they just end up tying. They each had chances to win, and they end up with a stalemate in a game that should have taken 10 seconds. And now they're just looking around like, oh, no, the guy puts his head back. Oh, darn, I wasn't thinking. No, duh, you weren't thinking. It is the simplest game of all time. And either, again, they were just friends that wanted to ruin the game, or it's a couple Midwestern blockheads. I'm going to go with the latter. I hope neither of them got a prize. I award you no points. And may God have mercy on your soul. If you want to see this and have your blood boil, Indiana Pacers on Twitter. It is a shame. But you got to watch it because it's terrible. We brought you the story last month about a poker player, one pro poker player who made a bet. Rich Aladi will get $100,000 from Rory Young if he stays in a pitch dark bathroom alone for 30 days straight. Entered the isolation chamber somewhere in Las Vegas November 21st. No electronics. No light-emitting devices. No drugs of any kind. Now he's allowed any type of food that he wants. He has a bed, a shower, a bathtub. He's got Epsom salts, sugar scrubs. It gets food from a local restaurant. There's stuff in a fridge. But he's not brought food on a regular basis, so he doesn't really know how much time has passed. His family warned him against this. He has emerged after 20 days. He got two-thirds of the way there, and he said, nope, we're done. He apparently began negotiations with Aladi during a food... Young did. Young, the person who was not in the room. 
Young began negotiations Monday during a food delivery and agreed to pay Aladdie an early buyout of $62,400. But Young also hedged his bet. So he only lost about $42,000. He booked a 10,000 hedge at 3 to 1 odds. He lost he would lose 85,000 if he completes the challenge and win 90,000 if he succeeds. Young says he initially offered $25,000 for Aladdi to immediately exit the room where he had been in darkness since entering November 21st. Aladdi said no. Eventually, the two settled on Young paying $62,400. Quote, I saved a chunk of change. So Young, and this part is kind of weird. Young had been monitoring the guy by live video feed since the start of the bet. Just watching this guy live in a dark space. He told the Action Network Friday that he couldn't believe how lucid Aladdy was and thought he was going to lose the bet. So this wasn't so much that the guy inside gave up. It's that the guy on the outside said, this guy's going to make it. I need to save some money and convince him to come out early so I don't pay him as much money. Young said, at the last food drop, he was stronger than ever. I underestimated his mindset, his resolve. I'm not disappointed I made the bet. I thought I had the better side, but he has exceeded all my expectations. So get some friends. Convince them that you could stay in a room for a month. Dark. Completely devoid of electronics. And convince them to pay you $100,000 if you make it. Well, you don't have friends like that? No. Well, too bad. Kind of a disappointing ending to that, to be honest. I was hoping for something better instead of, yeah, I thought he was going to make it, so I bought him out early. That sucks. Thursday night NFL matchup in the, uh, yeah, in the NFL. Certainly has some teeth. Check out the CJOB Sports Show weeknights from 7 to 9 p.m. with Christian O'Mell and the Sports Show Podcast. Not available on iTunes, not available on Google Podcasts, not available anywhere you get your favorite podcasts. Yes. <laughs>